Chapter thirty eight of The Mermaid's Message and Other Stories. Recording by Carolyn H. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter thirty eight How the Wind Fixed Matters by Anne Maxwell Miller. Of all the woods that the wind knew, there was one that he loved most of all, because it was so beautiful and so quiet, far, far away from all the houses and noises of men, and because such happy little creatures had their homes there. One day he came blowing into this wood, but had not gone very far when he stopped short, for his breath was quite taken away with astonishment at something he saw. There, on the root of a large elm-tree, sat a little brown squirrel chattering away to a robin that perched on a twig close by, while up on the tree-trunk, near his own hole, was a woodpecker, standing all upside down, as the most sensible woodpeckers will do and never grow dizzy, though how they manage it is more than we can tell. The wind was not surprised to see these three talking together, for he knew that they were near neighbors and very good friends, and all lived in the same big elm-tree but he had never before seen them all look as they did on that day. Instead of twitching about and chirping merrily, the robin sat very still and stiff on his twig, with his head drawn in and his beak stuck upwards, very much as if he was pouting. The bright eyes of the woodpecker were half shut, and his feathers all fluffed up in a very dissatisfied way. And even the squirrel's bushy tail had not such a cheerful flourish as usual. "'Why, heighty-tighty,' said the wind, "'what does all this mean, I should like to know? "'What has happened to give you all doleful faces on this beautiful morning, "'when every one should be full of happiness?' "'It is all very well for you to say that,' said the robin, "'you who have no housekeeping troubles and cares, "'but for my part I am quite out of patience with plastering, "'and plastering mud, and weaving in hay and sticks.' I can't see why I cannot have a comfortable home all ready for me, like the squirrel in the tree-trunk, without the trouble of building a nest every year. Yes, remarked the woodpecker, and how I should enjoy a change from my tiresome, dark hole. You both of you might have reason to complain, said the squirrel, if you had always lived, as I have done, in the same big hole near the ground instead of being up in the tree-trunk or among the beautiful green branches why wasn't i made so that i could build a beautiful hay-nest they all looked very unhappy indeed now you know the dear old wind has an excellent way of clearing things up he whistled softly to himself as if thinking very hard and then he said hurrah i have a plan i'll tell you what to do since your homes are already built and each likes the others best why not change about and each try a new kind what a beautiful plan said they all and immediately the robin flew down to the woodpecker's hole and the squirrel scampered up the tree and along the branches to the robin's nest while the woodpecker hurried into the squirrel's hole to be sure the robin found the woodpecker's hole very close quarters indeed and his smooth wings were all rumpled and his beautiful brown tail-feathers all pushed to one side, and the squirrel had hard work to curl himself up into the robin's nest, and the woodpecker felt very lonely in the squirrel's big hole, and found the nuts stored away there a very hard bed to rest upon. 
but they all tucked themselves away as best they could and tried to think that they were enjoying it very much indeed it was such a change and then something happened the sly old wind took a long breath and blew and blew until the great elm tree swayed and shook like a twig scarcely had he stopped when out and down and up came the three little creatures as fast as wings and feet could carry them gracious said the woodpecker such a big barn of a place i never saw i was all blown about in it for safety and coziness give me my own little hole you are very welcome to it i am sure said the robin my beak was almost blown away because i could not get my head far enough into the horrid little place there is nothing like my own comfortable nest comfortable indeed said the squirrel why it blew about so that i nearly fell out and was obliged to hold on for dear life just wait until i can get back into my own snug steady hole the old wind laughed softly to himself i do not think that i shall find them discontented again said he end of chapter thirty eight recording by carolyn h